Pretty much. It's like a little jazz. It's jail jazz. Jail jazz. I'm sure there is a jail somewhere with a jazz band. Of course. Uh, the lovely birds or the jail birdies, something like that. The jailhouse cock. Welcome everyone to the Robcast. Rob Lee, Daniel, A, D. With my surname now. Yes. All right. Whatever. Cool AD, as some people call him. Cool AD. That's yeah. actually a rapper's name. Really? Yeah. Okay. He was in a he's in a group called That's Racist. But really, there's a group called That's Racist. Well, it was a group that yeah, broke up. Mm. It was a dude that was like Indian, some dude that was Spanish, and another dude that was Spanish, and they would just talk about white people, and it was amazing. That's funny. Um, we were let's finish this conversation we were having before the show started, and then we'll get into the little news and stuff. <clears throat> so we we're talking about jail. Fuck it. If I've learned anything from Oz, sir. Okay. That it's one is racially divisive, and that's that's one thing right there. Because you have the worst of the worst people in there. Mm-hmm. So like, no one's in there like hmm, social justice. No, no, no. We're talking about justice, justice. You're a nigga, a spick, a wop. You're everything. You're a guinea. You're a fucking mooly. Wow, you're just coming out with all the slurs today. Yes, aren't I you? am coming out with guns within the first two minutes. Slurs. See, well, I mean, that's I get aggressive. I, I get that it could be full of like different. You know, races. But but the, the point I'm making is, if you go from Oz, remember you had the niggas and then you had the Muslims, who were both black groups that did not fuck with each other. Ergo, yeah, but they both hated white people. But still, my point is, it's not just going to be one group of white people. You're going to have your neo Nazis or your Aryans, but you're going to have the the fucking wise guys. <laughs> but the See, thing I is, mean... you got to be like close to full B. Yeah, see, and I'm part Polak, so, you're, so it's, it's a wrap for you, I'm so. already out. Yeah, I, I, my only option would be the white power game. And they might not accept you. Yeah, they might not accept me. You're going to be... The, 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 you're going to be... I, I, I am too public with my love of black people, so they wouldn't accept me. They they <laughs> rape and stab my ass on day one. You would tr- had to try to get in with the outcasts. Like, if you remember... Oh, uh, what, like the pedophiles? Fuck no, that, no, no, no. sir. You remember, like, no one really fucked with, um, with, uh, Christopher Maloney's character. <laughs> you gotta realize, there are, this isn't like There's a, groups. There's groups. Oh, Lord. If you just mind, just saying, mind your beat... TV, you're, man. Oh, that was pretty goddamn gritty. It's pretty close to how... It was gritty for American television, yes. Dude, I saw someone get a spoon stuffed in their ass and shit and twist it so the asshole is loose so you can get fucked in said ass. Oh, God, stop it. Now, that might be... That's fiction. Clearly. No, it isn't. I can see that happening in a jailhouse right now. Especially <laughs> in Maryland. Jailhouse cock. Everybody with the We're touching on the jailhouse cock. Just don't get branded. Oh yes, no, the I'm first not fraternities. Like I just watched the first episode the other day, just rewatching it, and I saw when uh, Beecher, uh, Beecher got branded by Schillinger, and I was just like, uh, I don't want any tattoo on my ass. And, no ass marks, please. No, nah, he had like the fucking swastika on the, on the, on the left. Swash. The swastika. That's how you pronounce. Yes, that. that's how I pronounce it. It's a swastika. I think it's a pot Swash. sticker. I call it a pot sticker. Oh, now you're gonna ruin one of I my, think I, just one imagine of my if you had a thing. Nazi Asian place. 
Hi, Hitler, what you want? Exactly. The swash, the swastika pot sticker. No. <laughs> oh, it, it can be branded with the swastika. This place would go out of business in less than 48 hours, I'm telling you. Dude, they, they got the fucking, <laughs> you know, Mex- Mexican soul food place and shit. Let's cross brand yeah, things. No, see, that shit makes sense. Aryans, no, it doesn't. Aryan Asians, get that out of Fried here. Fried chicken tacos is racist to me. Fried chicken tacos sounds like a genius idea. It does, but that means all black people love fried chicken. And as a man that doesn't really care for the fried chicken, I refute that. You can Thank re- you. I written. mean, you can refute it all you like. I refute it too just by loving all things chicken to begin with. That's true. You know me. I won't turn down a, a piece of cooked bird. You get a pigeon meat. <laughs> I'll, I'll even try a pigeon wing. Burn. All right, baby. Nom, 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 nom. All right, Birdman. Burn. Actually, you seen the trailer for that Birdman movie? Oh God, man, that I movie looks like it's going to be genius. It. Like as soon as I saw it was Michael Keaton, I read the. And he has that look on his. Yeah. <laughs> and the birds over his fucking yeah. head. Michael Keaton plays like a retired superhero from television. <laughs> oh I'm my in. God. Done. And then Ed Norton is like the reboot guy. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's going to be, be so. Great. Well, I love it. I just hope he's like that, delusional like, or something, right? Yeah. I hope that the second half of the movie is just all in musical, because that's like, to revive him, he, he puts on like a superhero yeah. musical, so I'm really hoping we get Michael they, Keaton they need to singing go, like a soliloquy or something. They shit. need to go, they need to spoof uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark and shit when that happens. Oh my god. Because that was such a do. terrible fucking, terrible. Terrible. I, um, we, I went to see the November Man uh, two days ago and shit. How was that? It was alright. Yeah? Fuck! I forgot to bring that fucking flash drive it, again, It man. was definitely a few connections to Bond shit. Whereas he's playing a, like a, a spy again, yeah. and the chick that was a Bond girl, or um, Olga Kurilenko, was a Bond girl in Quantum of Solace. Oh, really? So you have that right there. And the guy who was, I guess, Pierce Brosnan's character's friend, mm-hmm. was such a dick. He chewed the scenery, and he was great. He's like, look, tits. And I was like, this is amazing! That's great. And he's like, look, twat, I don't really give a fuck about wow. what you're going to tell me. I've designed this shit, you bitch. Mm. And I was like, this guy is a horrible individual, but I can't stop listening to him. <laughs> um, but, uh, so we, we ended up going up there and shit. For whatever reason, my dad and brother and I, we started talking about George Takei. Oh, my. That's exactly what my what I did, and my dad almost crashed the car because I was so. Spot- I was like, "Oh my!" He's like, "Yep, that's how he sounds." I was like, "I know." <laughs> Fucking George Takei. He um. Well, actually, it was a couple weekends ago. Was that's Shirley a queen I can bang with? Pause. I mean, I would rock with him. I would sit. I would stay up late singing "I Am Every Woman" with George Takei. I would. Yeah, that'd be fun. I could see that being a good time. And 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 it's it's wild. This is like. I've come to conclude recently, because I had a very interesting conversation on Monday or Tuesday okay. before another show that I do on the network, yeah. and I was talking about the gays, and I was making a point about how, as a straight man, pardon, <coughs> oh shit, bless you, gracias, as a straight man, there's shit, in you, you as well, that we couldn't say. Well, we can't say anything just because, you know, we're looked at as devils. We're, stri- we're straight. We, uh, you right, know, pay we our taxes. hold jobs and Eat pay pussy. our taxes. So clearly, right. you know, we want money and pussy. So clearly we're the evil ones here. But, go but, on. but the, the thing I was making, I was just like, now, and it's like one's like position was kind of catching her. Mm-hmm. 
And I had to make the point and even apologize for it of how it was misconstrued before I even made my point of like, if I say anything critical, she was saying something very critical about the gays. Yeah. Like we were talking about trannies and shit, like transsexuals and and she didn't like she said she didn't care for the transsexuals. Because mm-hmm. it was a movie we watched, a dude that runs Vice, uh, he wrote a essay or an article about um transphobia is completely natural. Yeah, you don't want to get duped. Well, just I just took it at its base level. Yeah. Of base. It's something that's different, and I don't know if it's a phobia as much as like, yo, that's just kind of weird. Because you, it's not something that you do. Yeah. Or something that you're really a part of. You might be interested in it. You might want to learn more about it, but your natural response to it is weird. And I don't think necessarily fear or hatred, but weirded out maybe some aversion. Some people are fucking hate mongers, don't get me wrong. A lot of people probably. So she was headed towards that whole position of, I don't care for it either. And I was like, well, if you say it, there's not a problem because you're in that community. And basically she was saying I was marginalizing her. I was like, no, I'm making a point of how if I say we have the same belief, you might even be further down that path in your belief than me. And I'm completely ignored and fucking like shitted on, vilified, if you will. Because I'm straight and I'm not in that grouping to yeah. even fucking have an opinion on it. And I think that's where we're at now. And that kind of blows my hair back. What, that we're not allowed to talk about people with two peenies? Or Dude. one peenie? One that one may have peenie. previously had a peenie and now has a beanie. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. And it's just like, yo, I think I should be able to talk about everybody and anybody to the degree in which I want to talk to them. Yeah. Or about them. Without it sounding, I mean, as long as you can do it without sounding like a hate monger, then sure. I can sound like a hate monger. No. No, no, this is, this is why. Because, like, I may... Like, you're a white dude. Yes. I say, I fucking hate you, Dad, because of X, Y, and Z. Well, obviously. Now, if someone takes out of context, I'm like, no, I hate that specific fucker. Yeah. And when it comes to... Okay, like, so you're not talking about transgenders in general. You're just talking about some lazy fucker. Yeah, but if you hear it out of context because you're a straight dude... Yeah, you take You it. hate everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where's the activism on that? Where, where is, like, someone kind of correcting that shit? Where is that <laughs> conversation <laughs> Wait, happening? So... <laughs> to let me freely so, hate yeah, someone not, as an individual. It's, it's not grammatical activi- active, Activision. Activision. Uh, a- the Activision. game on hate mongering. No, it's not like grammatical <laughs> the engine is havoc. activism. It's like, um, oh God, I can't, I don't know what word to use to describe it. It's just like, um, it's like spell it's, check activism. It's like, reactivism. Yeah, it's reactivism. Jesus. Thank you. Words. But that's that's where we should be at when, with some of this stuff. We're so focused on kind of correcting wrongs or what have you and letting these new wrongs kind of slip through the cracks. And who am I to sit there and say anything aside from being a person that is pretty active as far as like trying to understand different things? Not trying to be judgmental, not trying to like not trying to be judgmental, not trying to to hate, but just more so to try to understand. And because we live in a diverse world with diverse people, I can't identify you as, hey, Dan's just a white guy. So, you know, Dan's going to do this. Nah, Dan's a pretty multifaceted individual, the same as I, the same as a gay person, a straight person, a Muslim, a Republican, so on and so forth. These different divisive groups, race, yeah. sex, religion, politics, all of that shit. And I find too often that people are typified in that one group when it's easy to shit on them. Like, I was an advocate for a while because I was a fat guy. 
fatter guy. Mm. And it was like fat people are one group that you can just shit on and no one is like kind of sticking up for them. Yeah. Kick them off planes. Don't give them jobs because they perceive to be lazy. Uh, don't let them see movies. Yeah. Let's go on. Yeah. But if you say, oh, we can't knock you for your race, creed, or gender, or gender but your size, we can. That's because we can't avoid your size. But it shouldn't be, if you could do the job, you could do the job. It should be that point blank. If you can't reach the keyboard on your desk or you get winded typing... I was 380 pounds and I could do the job that a fucking 120 pound dude could do. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you could do it. So my point that's is, just how can a fucker come to that conclusion? It's like, yo, you're too skinny. Now, certain jobs, if you want to be an NBA center, can't be 5'3". No. Job description, kind of say you should probably be over 6'9". Yeah. You know, if you want to be a lineman in the NFL, mm-hmm. these are sports jobs, you probably going to look like me more than you. Yeah, I'm, I have a body of a kicker. Maybe, maybe wide receiver. Or a punter. Wide receiver. Really? I don't know about You're that. You're about, what, 6'1". First of all, I don't even know what position that is. You're about 6'1". You're... You probably put on a couple pounds. I mean, I'm like 170. You're 6'1". I'm you, still in my college weight, homie. I don't understand how the fuck that happened. I'm at my... High school weight. Yeah. That was like... No! Yeah, it wasn't my high school. I'm mean, at my high school weight. Hmm. But yeah, if you put on like 20 pounds, you'd be like the prototypical size for a good wide receiver. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, anyway, enough on that. You know, I just wanted to kind of put that out there. How extrapolate a little bit. Yeah, because it's it's, it's wild. It's wild. Like, and it's no one really no one really says anything about it. It's because it's too taboo. Because um. It's too it was one thing that the dude wrote, and he's a he's a hipster, the guy from um, Vice. I'm fucking forgetting his goddamn name at the time. But he did a movie uh, called How to Be a Man, and that's why I was just researching it, dude. Oh, okay. And uh, How to Be a Man was hilarious. I think I know what you're talking about. But he, it was one thing that he also said that the problem with feminism, and I thought I was like, here we go. I'm going to agree with this guy immediately. Yeah. And he was just like, when we get back to a world where men are men and women are women and women aren't trying to be men that'll fix a lot of problems and he covers counterculture shit so it's just like a person that would be an advocate for because that's counterculture mm-hmm. would be an advocate for it is kind of saying like look you might want to take a look at this this is where problems are coming from also like gender construct Come on, Dan. I'm talking about gender constructs here. Gender con... Whatever. This is boring. You're boring me. Fuck you. Where's some stories about, like, tree alligators or something getting Tree alligator. Actually... Where's the fuck toys? I do have... Why are we talking about, like, social equality and stuff that matters? Because the world we live in. Let's talk about the top ten tacos. Come on, I did. Man. I did find about a... a, a, <laughs> this, a, a this large... This getting too adult. I don't like that. I found a large alligator recently, though. It was like a... Are you referring to poop or your penis? Neither, actually. Oh, wow. This is, this My is dick is first. not green. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to come up with something witty there, but just, everything just sounds perverse. Just dip my dick in, like, kiwi fruit juice and just, yeah. like, Ugh. Kiwi fruit juice. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, like, kiwi juice is not a juice that you're... Kiwi I, is nasty, period. Mango is nasty, too. Oh, I hate mangoes. Especially those fucking chips. See, I mean... Those, and that yeah. grilled cheese you had. See, and that's the thing. That grilled cheese from Gertie Cafe would have been way better. If it was less mango and more cheese? Yes. 
or they somehow like cooked the mango in the middle of the cheese because that thing was grilled just... cheese yo is a food truck that's in baltimore grilled cheese yo is that what you just called it Damn, it's not grilled cheese, yo. Is it? That, we, that needs to be a uh, fucking food truck. I thought that was the name. One of the trucks no, had yo at the It's Gur Cheese. Gur Cheese. Gur Cheese Cafe. It was another one. I think it was called Grilled Cheese, yo. It was if, like a, it was a small little truck. Yeah, but if I uh, see. That no, Egg and be. Cheese, yo. That's what it that was. That was it. Egg and Cheese, yo. Close. And <laughs> Cheese, yo. I remember that accurately. Let's get into the stuff that we usually get into. Yeah, enough yeah, of this yeah. about you dames. Yes, enough. Is your room my life? Enough. Uh, I'm gonna cover. I'm not gonna cover all of these because some of them I don't think apply to our lives. I'm gonna try to cover <laughs> the ones that apply to our lives and our inner circle. <clears throat> Here's um, 25 uh, crucial lessons the Fresh Prince of Bel Air has taught us about life. Okay, yeah, that totally. We're fits. all around that age yeah. that have seen the fucking Fresh Prince. Like, yo, I remember my cousins put me on. I was like, yo, this dude's cool as shit. <laughs> See, I can't even remember what episode of Fresh Prince was the first one I ever saw. I just remember immediately falling in love with uh, Will Smith and Carlton. I-, I fell in love with the whole cast of that fucking I show. always got the whole Carlton shit because I was prim and proper. Mm. And when I had the, the fucking Uncle Phil size, and in my head I was Fresh Prince the whole time. <laughs> uh, re- ha- have a really, really great handshake is very important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me and Rudy have that. <laughs> Rudy is the jazz to my Fresh Prince. I never had a jazz. Uh, skip that one. <laughs> and they have videos with them too, which you'll like. Oh, that's awesome. Um, let's see. Never reject a dumb joke because it might just help you meet someone awesome. Alright. Always take care of your pets. You live that life. Every day. It's important to have good knowledge. And the example here would be, yeah, he's talking. Um, uh, Will is talking to Carlton, say, yeah, you thought Tupac Shakur was a Jewish holiday. <laughs> I remember that episode. Um, another is trying to be smooth won't work out. Yeah, there's a lot of examples in that show. Especially if you're an asshole, is the next one. And the scenario here is, now I notice you noticing me, and I put you on notice that I notice you too. <laughs> and the quick rejection. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, da, da, da. always having a always being ready with a put down is an important skill. You know, honestly, in my experiences, yes, it is. You got to be quick with that shit before people hurt your feelings. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. You can always go at the same person. We'll always want a Carlton. Um, I don't have a Carlton though. When the situation needs it, you do need to be serious. There's never a bad time to dance. Oh, amen. Dancing will impress anybody, even Tyra Banks. Oh, God. I fucking remember when she was on that show. I still... I, you you can attest to my Twitter page. I'm the king of the dumb dancers. And you whenever are. any I tell that to anybody. Like, they immediately don't understand what I'm talking about. And I, I flat tell them, I was like, did you never watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. Like, that's covered in, like, the first five episodes. I think it's Ashley's, what, 13th birthday party where yeah. he first dumb dances for everybody? Yeah. We're Se- moving on. I'm 17 sorry. here. See, we're moving to the list quick. Yeah, we are. Uh, talk with confidence and your ideas might pay off, especially if everyone around you is lying as well. God, that's deep. That's like a fortune cookie. Um, playing with kids is fraught with potential pitfalls. 
just has what is something to do with little Nicky. Was it I the think, episode where he got lost? I think he's playing with Nicky and he bounced a ball at him and the ball hit him square in his oh, face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan ahead for every, every eventuality. Uh, sure. Uh, don't worry that sometimes your logic might not make sense. I live that regularly. No, always. And make sure you can you have some serious curve game. <laughs> what? Curve. Did, did, we de- did I define curve for you? No. Okay, I gotta put the black hat on real quick. Words. Black words. Curve is essentially, you're making a pass at someone. You're interested in them. Okay, Okay, so it's like a baseball pitch. Literally. Alright, alright, alright. All right. You're, you're coming with that fastball. You're gearing up for that fastball. Yeah, well, just I'm like, still Jim Johnson, so that <clears> doesn't always work for me. It's like the, it's, it's the Clint Eastwood movie. I have trouble with the curve. Um, oh. If you're trying to be protective of your family, you should probably come up with good insults. And the one reference was funny. And good riddance, you filthy McNasty. <laughs> uh, you should never be afraid to look great. Yeah, yeah. Always support your friends. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And lastly, and we've both been doing this, and this is a dumb dance here, him and Uncle Phil, and make the most of hanging out with your family. Word. And that's even more poignant at the end because Phil's dead. Yeah. You know, Avery, James Avery's dead in real life, so it's just like, yo, if that states anything, it's kind of like, yo, you never know when a person is going to be gone. And if that cast being that he was together for like seven years, yeah. had some family orientation there. Even though the original Vivian, I think, hates Will Smith. Who gives a fuck about the original Aunt Vivian? Fucking the second one was the better one. How dare you? Oh, some, how dare some black you? girls are going to be pissed at you. Some dark skinned bitches are going to be pissed. I already got some dark skinned bitches pissed at me. Yeah. Um, speaking. Oh wait, I think I was going into Boys to Men right there. Sorry. Of the the dames, <coughs> residents of Nueva de Cordero and almost all fe- um, woman towns seek bachelors. Yo, where's my dick so I can taking, sign up? I was gonna say taking applications for a man. Um, what are they meant? Uh, boyfriend applications, whatever the white girls call them. Black girls do that stupid shit too. Do they? Yeah. I'm, I'm now taking uh, sponsors. I'm like, I'm gonna stab sponsors? you in the fucking neck if you call me a goddamn sponsor. Sponsors. Um, it's pretty sweet for a woman of Novo do Cudiero, according to the Telegraph. They have constructed society in the southeast part, southeast part of Brazil that is communal, egalitarian, and almost all female. Egalitarian, I can fuck with. Communal, I can fuck with. But it needs to be some like level of like even. Yo, we should go over there and open up a male strip club. Magic Rob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had to put a wig on, huh? <laughs> and where, I'm going I'm to fucking uh, Black Lavender that shit up. All day. Uh, but some women in the town uh, say it would be nice to have a few more dudes in the mix. I haven't kissed a man in a long time. Nelma Fernandez, 23, um, told the Telegraph, we all dream of falling in love and getting married, but I just want to fuck right now. We like to live here, and we don't want to leave the town to find a husband. We like to get to know men who would leave their own lives to come to be a part of ours. Yikes! Wow, what does that say right there? Going on, man. But they need to agree to do what we say and live in accordance to our rules. Yeah, fuck that noise. You want dudes domesticated. You are going to be a lonely island of spinsters. However, if everything is safe there, it's like, it, it, I take the 
almost the Toronto approach. If it's everything is good, other than you don't have men, like say y'all don't have any crime and shit like that, mm-hmm. then it's just like you know what, I'd probably make that bop. Uh, no. I would rather run the risk of getting stabbed on a daily basis. I would move there, but I would remain single. See, Think about see, how much free work, range... They're going to tell you you're going to have to click up, man. They're going to tell you it's their rules. It's their rules. They're not going to allow you to just I would run, be, run through the brambles dick first. I would be very specific up front because you, you know how I think. I know how you think. And I would be like, all right, so what are your rules? Since we got to go by rules, I need to know exactly what your rules are up front. If it doesn't say anything in there about not running through the brambles, oh, I am going to be a... Fucking Adrian Peterson of penises. Now, I was gonna say, I just start giving kid, well, women babies. I wanna be Adrian Peterson. I'm gonna be running through different holes. <laughs> That's a football reference for y'all folks out there. Mm. <clears throat> um, there are a few married women in um this in this town, but their husbands work in the cities no longer than six no closer than sixty miles away and tend only to live in town on the weekends. So the dudes dip out. You know they fucking. Of course. Got some um, city pussy. The Telegraph story and other outlets portray the desire for more members of the opposite sex in the town as a desperate plea to men to help them shoulder the burdens of everyday life. But judging from what the residents actually have said, it seems like like what's going on. Uh, that's that doesn't seem like what's going on. There are a lot of women who do. Uh, Better than men. Well, obviously it's all women town. Um, Rosalie Fernandez, forty nine. Our town is prettier, more organized, and more uh, harmonious than if men were in charge. Uh, we, when problems um, or disputes arise, we resolve them in a woman's way, trying to find consensus rather than a conflict. So that right there, that kind of tells me that there's less crime potentially. Look, and there it, could be some corrupt white collar females out there. If we've learned Jesus. anything from Wild the Last Man, hey. left to your own devices. Hey. This is will cut off a boob and shoot arrows at you. Uh, they kind of got a little bit of a why thing happening over there. Well, you know. Whatever. I'm staying here. I'd rather be single in America. That's Brazilian pussy. Than though. taken in Brazil. I don't need shackles on me. Want to hear some more shit about marriage? Sure. <clears throat> a new study reveals an interesting link between men's height and divorces. What? Wait, what? Hold on. Yeah. I, I, it was just performed by, let me guess, this was performed by a woman analyst. Uh, the article is from a woman, yes. Okay. Uh, the study is in here. Uh, tall or short may affect more than just a man's suit. Oh, fuck you, bitch. According to a new study, it may impact their uh, success in marriage. Sociologists from NYU combed through data using the panel study of income dynamics, the PSID, which is collected, which has collected information from uh, some 4,500 families since 1968. And the study uh, for, for the study, researchers analyzed the data from 1986 um, to the first um, the first year height was recorded through 2011. So over a 25 year period. That's pretty decent information. Mm-hmm. Um, the determinant of man's height affected the relationship dynamics. Men were classified as short, being less than 66 inches tall. So that's like 5'6". Mm. That's pretty fucking short. Mm. Um, in 1986, and, and less than 67 um, inches in 2009, so literally an inch. And on average, um, or tall, more than 73 inches or more than 74 in 2009. So 73 and 86 and 74 in 2009. So probably falls in the tall <laughs> realm. 
I'm higher than the average. So. <laughs> uh, research has also measures income, education, and the height differences between the spouses once men were actually married. For example, in 1986, 92.7% of men were taller than their spouses. In 2009, 92.2 were tall. So, you know, it's a little drop, not much, negligible. From the data, research has found that major differences between relationship patterns between tall and short men. Love lives, uh, love lives of short men. Short men were found to marry later in life than their average or tall men. I'm waiting for the right one. <laughs> they were 32% like less likely to divorce. That's because they got somebody. They don't want to leave them. Come on, they're short as hell. Who else are they going to get? They're also likely to marry less educated and younger women. Well, I mean, that's any of us. Um, once married, they did less housework and earned much higher income than their spouses. Why? <laughs> Researchers hypothesized that because of height is related to masculinity, short men uh, may use aspects of their relationship, income, housework, to demonstrate their manliness. Short men, <laughs> Napoleon complex. I may only be five foot five, but I own my own business, madam. Short men may exchange their breadwinning status for less housework because a lower share of housework or a higher share of relative earnings allow men to enact traditional gender ideals, thereby performing their masculinity in the absence of some symbolic anthropomorphic differences. Fuck y'all. Uh, the researchers write this on paper. The love lives of tall men. Where we would reside, sir. Room oh, 112. Uh, where the players dwell. It's epic and uh, various. That's the other word I would use. Various. Okay, Ron, uh, fucking Ron Swanson. <laughs> That's epic and private. <laughs> I don't mind if mine is public. Love lives of tall men. Tall men are found to marry sooner in life. Not yet. But the sooner is relative. Mm, I guess. You could be 35 and that could be considered soon. Yeah, I guess. Um, but uh, here uh, were more risk of divorce later on, as shorter men had more stable marriages, however. Researchers note that the link between short men and stable marriages could be because they chose to marry later and they didn't have the option to tour later. Yeah. Uh, tall men are, are also likely to marry women closer to their age and who are better educated. From... Right there, that indicates confidence. Usually height, it's like standing up straight on I can just walk in a room and control mm -hmm. shit. Uh, I'm wearing a suit. I, I am important. I'm not wearing a portly suit. I'm wearing a, a tall, extra tall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the perspective of a relationship um, exchange model, this indicates that tallest men exchange their attractive attributes height for better educated spouses, while shorter men are unable to do so. It is also noted that the data suggests that a trend has occurred from 86 to 2011 and, of course, does not apply to all couples. However, it does shed light on an interesting topic. As researchers explain in the paper, marriage and divorce have implications for socioeconomic stratification and assist uh, accumulation. Our observed sub effects uh, suggest that men's height may indirectly affect their economic status and their social economic mobility throughout the demographic uh, process. That reminds me of something I read a little while back that it, sh it was a study that showed, like, maybe as of 2007, which would fall into this range, that dudes that were, like, 6'1 and taller were making more than their counterparts who were 5'10 and shorter. So like, all right, you have confidence, you're making your money, you don't need to show that you're masculine. 
And I think that fucking dudes say, yeah, you know, I'll get divorced. Because, like, yeah, I'm tall. Someone's going to want me. Whereas that shorter dude is just like, like you said, mm, that's someone's that going to want me. I'm going to have to marry a shorter girl. I don't want a midget. And just imagine, like, like if they're saying, like, 66 inches, that's what? That's, that's fucking 5'6". You got to go to bitches that's, like, 5'1". Y'all just little people. Bitch, I'm 10 feet tall when I'm standing on top of my dick. <clears throat> Whereas me, I go after tall women. I mean, I go after all women. I've kind of always been more akin to shorter girls. Because. Just because I can pick them up and do things with I them. can pick them up and do things, too. Yeah, but I've always wanted to, to bang, like, a way taller chick. Like, one who's, like, easily a foot over me. That's I don't not gonna know happen. why. That's I just kind of want it to happen. It's not gonna happen. You don't know that there can be some like I chick that's like seven. Some one. really amorous Barbarellas living in Baltimore. The <laughs> there tall, could be. The tallest chick I banged was six one. That's pretty tall. And she was very skinny. So that yeah. picking up and throwing around. There you go. I yeah. I flexed the bicep. <laughs> I, I realized earlier I measured my fucking biceps. For this, for, yeah. the, for the NWO video. Oh, God, that's great. Now, Hogan got the 20, 24 inch pythons. Yeah. I measured my arms at 19 inches. I was like, come that's on. I gotta work. There. I gotta work. You need, like, what? Three more? Four more? Yeah. Four more inches. I got a four, you couple, can do that. couple more inches. Couple more. I, I'm gonna play nothing but Britney Spears when I'm working out. You gotta work, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> this shows you scumbag shit the dudes do. But you kind of said you've done this before. When we oh, oh, okay, let's see. Because I don't remember any of what I said I've done before. Man fakes kidnapping so he can party without girlfriend. Okay, see, okay. My, I, lots, I, of men, no, no, no. lots of men... Is that st- what you're saying I've done, or is this just the lead-in? And it's a dude that wrote it. Oh, God. Lots of men do stupid lies, <laughs> make stupid li- tell stupid lies to their girlfriends, but not all of them end up involving the police. <laughs> a British man, so you know it was quaint... <laughs> Um, was fine after he called and texted his girlfriend that he'd been uh, kidnapped over a debt equivalent to how much you think he was kidnapped for cost wise. Like he said, he owes someone money and he was kidnapped. Not even a hundred. Eighty two dollars. Yeah, whatever. That's random. Part of it is she's dumb. That's that's immediately what I go to. He's a scumbag, but she's dumb for believing this shit. Yeah. He said he told a lie so he can continue to stay out partying. And the issue is that his girlfriend took uh, claim the claim seriously and called the police. Yeah, with you. The police were ple- were not pleased to learn that the kidnapping was a hoax. What the spokesman called it one of the most foolish and irresponsible incidents ever incidents ever encountered. <laughs> Deuce thirty two. Dummy. Just fucking stupid. In, in 2013, a Texas man was charged with making a false statement, similar statement, after he told his wife that he was kidnapped so he can go drinking with his friends. That is the bigger issue right there. How does how does that conversation go? Do they try to add the dramatics like like they're afraid, or is it just like, honey, I'm getting kidnapped. Look, I gotta go. <laughs> this guy's got a gun at me. I gotta just get in this car and go with them. I'm sorry. I'll call you as soon as I can. Yeah, crunch. Like, but that that's, that speaks to a bigger thing for me. We know a few people. Yeah, we do. One, one may have been a podcaster at one point. Mm. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, that whoever they are, it's a figment of my... Like, their girlfriends run everything or their wives run everything. And you can't do shit on your own because of, you know, well, she's going to be mad. i got to keep her happy. So they come up with these grandiose lies. 
<laughs> that was me. I dated a girl like that once, and I, I just, I remember thinking of outlandish things, but I never fucking told her that uh, I was kidnapped. I couldn't come up with something like that. Was, I, like, honesty at the end of the day is the best policy. Sometimes you have to come up with some level of a lie. Something. But make it something simple. Like, I'm working late, or my mom needs me to stop by the house. Don't, don't go to the level like you could be dead. Like, yo, I fucking... <sighs> Unless you're... Uh, I'm being arrested right now um, for public indecency. Look, honey, the cops just showed up. Keep your fingers crossed I don't get arrested. I'll call you soon. And, and, and then when you don't hear from him for two hours, you think he went to jail. In prison rape. Yeah. In prison oh, rape. God. I'm just saying. In with the prison rape. We're, we're pro-prison rape here. No, we're not. We're not pro-anything. I'm taking the feminist approach. Okay, so you rape, think, rape is a women's issue. Yeah, men can't be raped. Men can't be raped. Yes, men can be raped. Dude, they're men on the, listen, they're, they're on the books for trivializing man rape as if it doesn't happen. It does, though. That's why I'm fucking, that's why I'm trolling that shit. They, oh, God, here we go trolling again. I'm trolling them. <laughs> because they don't believe in fucking uh, uh, men's right advocates. And male rape doesn't happen. Yes, it does. A man can get a boner out of fear, ladies and gentlemen. It happens. A fear boner? I've gotten a fear boner before. I've never gotten a fear boner. I've totally had a fear boner. I've had a fear boner, an adrenaline boner. I've had a workout boner, yeah. A sadness boner. Mm. Workout boner. Just oh. dicks like that. Mm. Dude, <laughs> I'll tell you this much, man. I cannot touch any part of, like, near my legs or my dick. When I work out, because there's always the chance that my, my dick is going to rub against something and it's going to start sporting. I can't wear Under Armour and work out. Yeah, like tight Under Armour, that's not my thing. Because it's just going to be an oil slick down my leg. Uh, yeah. It's going to smell like seawater. Dick sweat. Nah, it's not dick sweat. Ew. Ew. You come when you work out? That's disgusting. I'm so, I'm so jazzed for it. Ew. I get it in. Ew. Deep in. Oh, that's it. I'm not working out I'm going to skip that story. This is just kind of funny to me. Yeah. Four... Hmm. That, okay, that made it less funny. Skipping that story as well. <laughs> I got something over here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, these... I, I don't even remember where the fuck I saw this. I just was like, early in the week, I've got to hold on to this. Oh! Uh, it's uh, from EMGN. Yeah. No idea what the fuck that stands for. Pussy. Regardless, this is a list of 12... 12 things that people tweeted and they were immediately fired for. I'm listening. And I love it just because, you know, number one with a bullet, this girl, for Halloween, this girl dressed up as one of the victims of the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, no. Now, she didn't go over the top. Like, she's wearing, like, a, you know, shorts, uh, a workout shirt, she's got a number on her chest, and then, like, her knees are, like, fake bloodied. And she's up. got some dirt on her face, maybe a little blood. It is fucked up, I agree. But at the same time, it could have been a lot worse. Like, any any special effects slash cosplay enthusiast worth their salt would have totally put shrapnel going into the face. Like, she could have taken this so much farther, but she immediately got fired upon showing up for work. Well, as well she should. Yeah, oh no, I agree. That's really insensitive, but at the same time, I cannot, uh, I, I, I can't not have a little bit of appreciation for doing kind of like, you know, just the makeup and everything. Like, the actual gore and all that. She could have said that she was from something else, but, but she had to go with Boston. So. From, from that standpoint, sure. Like, insane. That's what I'm saying. If it was anything else, 
She could have just been a dismembered. She could have been a zombie jogger. She could have been um Jim Fix, man. The I, guy who who jogged himself to death and he you know, he died while jogging, Jim Fix. That's uh, too old for a guy like you. You're too young. Moving on. Oh, I uh, speaking of that, hold on. I know some somebody's going to do some shit. Yeah. White people. <laughs> it was it was a white girl. Clearly. All right. No, no, no. Um I remember it was a conversation that me and Rob had on the Metrocast. We were talking about, um, like, just shit that white people do and shit when it comes to, like, costumes. How quickly, I guarantee you, in October, someone is going to fucking Mike Brown that shit. The dude that got shot in Ferguson. No. Because some fuckers Trayvon Martin that shit last year. Yeah, they did. And what the fuck? Why is that? it's, it's it's, It's poor taste. Like... It's like you're not trying. You're not being funny. You're you're being yeah, a cop. It's you're being an asshole. It's insensitive. But moving on. Okay. This the next one is uh, a fireman. It uh, doesn't say where he's from, but he was immediately fired upon tech or tweeting this extremely sexist. Yeah. Tweet. And I'm using quotes because when you hear this, I'm sure you're going to understand what he is quoting. And I'm going to read it like a normal man. With your balls in your hands. I'd never let a woman kick my ass. If she tried something, I'd be like, hey, you get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. Uh, the dude is literally quoting South Park. That's a South Park quote. Ah. And, you know, yay, he's a firefighter, so I guess you have to uphold some sort of dignity and respect and stupid bullshit that goes along with a flag and a bald eagle. But that's just dumb. The dude obviously was quoting South Park. He should have just put hashtag South Park. It was a similar story I saw the other day. I think the woman got fired. It wasn't. It's not on that list, I don't think. But she got fired because she was a teacher and she was tweeting about um, she wanted to stab her students. That shit you kind of take more serious than someone quoting fucking yeah, South Park. Yeah. And that's a if scenario. Yeah. She's being specific to say, yeah, I will stab my students. And it's, like, you know what they're doing now? They, they actually have, like, you got to swipe in now in some schools. Oh, yeah. That's a good thing. Security, that's a good thing. Yeah. All right, moving on. <coughs> Number three everybody knows about. Kobe. It was the dipshit uh, <clears throat> Taco Bell employee who tweeted the image of him pissing on uh, Taco Bell food and then... Uh, did a hashtag nachos Belgrande. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy just deserved to go to jail. Fuck with my Taco Bell. All right, number four. This one doesn't uh, doesn't say where she's from again. But a math teacher was left jobless after she tweeted about getting high, and there's a picture of her with a blaze of smoke. Like this. And yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, no, it's way thicker than what you just pulled. Yeah, mine's just kind of pussy. But for anybody interested, her uh, her tweeter her tweeter a tweeter her tweeter handle is Crunkbear. <laughs> the tweet simply said "naked stoned." I need she's to- not bad for a white girl. She could probably get it. I can't see no titties, but I she could probably get it. Um. Yeah, she. But get yeah, it. math she teacher get getting stoned in a car in and a naked. Nude. And wet. That's grounds for firing. And that was the picture she t- uh, tweeted with it. That's grounds for me firing off a couple shots. A- amen, brother. Aim for the head! Right, here we go. I'll treat it like a zombie. I'm going to aim for the head all the time. 
Alright, this girl, another <laughs> white girl. These have all been white people so far. This girl lost her employment. Uh, her Shut the fuck up. Her employment? Her employment. Uh, she lost her job after she tweeted negatively about uh, an opportunity. What this fucking article? Hmm. Cisco just offered me a job. Now I have to weigh the, the utility of a fatty paycheck against the daily commute to San Jose and hating the work. Mm. Oh, that's just sad. That's nitpicking. Cisco, though. see, and that's the funny thing because, I, you know, I do IT nonsense. That fucking shit, Cisco, a job to Cisco is, I mean, or a job at Cisco would be worth it for the money. I mean, yeah, your commute sucks and having to deal with idiots who, you know, and routers that just break down for no reason. Like, yeah, that sucks, as, but. Whatever. As an advocate for uh, freedom of speech. It gets to a fucking place where it's like, yo, if you have a job, you you can't be a person anymore. When you have certain types of jobs where somebody's like trolling your shit. Now, if you're being specific and you're pointing that shit at you, like in my previous job when I worked for the big telecom company and I would just talk shit about the telecom company and then I started hashtagging said telecom company, I deserve to get in shit. But if someone's going out there looking at one of the negative shit they're saying about us, that's a problem. The next one involves an Obama administration employee well. tweeting something. It, that one's annoying and stupid, and he shouldn't have done it because he knows how to uh, classify his job is, so mm-hmm. moving on. All right. Another white girl. <laughs> <laughs> white girls with computers. The director of corporate communications was caught with a tweet that was extremely racist. These are the kind of jokes that no one should be making. There's a picture of a girl with a bar making... At a bar with a beer, making duck lips, going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS. Ah. Just kidding, I'm white. <laughs> that is retarded. That's, that's actually kind of funny. Her Twitter handle is Justine Sacco. Dude. S-A-C-C-O. As and a, she was in London? Oh, go fuck yourself, you fucking cunt. Fuck. Is that Englishy enough for you? Dude. Flip off then, yeah. You yeah. fucking twit. You twat twit. Yeah, another white girl. That was great. Dude. The fact that she said I'm white is what tickles Dude. me. Dude, the fact that, like, you're calling it racist, I, it is racial. I find it funny more so than anything else. But I'm not one of those dudes that gets uptight and it's like, you know what, anything that's racial is never funny. Well, I mean, sometimes it is funny. Usually racial shit is pretty but goddamn this part, funny. The part that I'm offended at is that she called herself white. That's what I'm offended at. Why is that? Just, just M. Stop putting it out there. We already know, honey. We are. Everyone else is very, very well aware that there are white people still out there. No, well, it goes back to the thing, and I'm, I'm not harking on it as much, but it goes to my point. Like, me being a person that could be fucking offended by said joke, I find it funny. It's not me just trying to find it funny. It's like, ha, that's funny. Whereas, if you make a, a certain joke or whatever, whatever the subject matter is, you sh- it should if it's done well it should be funny, like dead baby's terrible. But if someone does it in a certain way, if they do it right, mm-hmm. it can be funny. Yeah. And it's inherently funny. Like the same way as if someone just walked by and ripped ass, like that's pretty gnarly. But back in like nineteen ninety one, that was the funniest shit in the world. Ball punches funniest shit in the world, but it has to be done right. All right. Moving on. Some, an F-bomb was dropped at, uh, on the Chrysler Twitter account. And was the leading it? thing... Well, it was whoever was modding it. Was it the Winnebago man? 
No, the, tw the tweet just simply said, I find it ironic that Detroit is known as the Motor City, and yet no one here knows how to fucking drive. Ah! That was on, yeah, they did, that was a moderator who got fired. That dumbass. Yeah. Okay, former MLB pitcher Mike Baxick got drunk and tweeted out some offensive comments during a Maverick Spurs game. Mike lost his job as a radio producer. He should. Because of the incident. What he said? Congrats to all the dirty Mexicans in San Antonio. What? That's just way too straightforward. Holy shit! Like, that's not even veiled. Yeah, that's way too straightforward. That I, sounds like another South Park reference. My, my favorite ones is when someone's veiling shit and you have to reach. Like, you gotta be super esoteric. Like, you know, big shout out to all the pigskins out there. Like, it's a reach to know that I call white people pigskins. Sorry, dude. Oh, you're good. Alright, that one was dumb. We're moving on from that one. Oh, this is just an ad. Motherfucking ad space on the internet. How many more you got? Um, I th uh, we're on the last one, I do hey. believe. Uh, why the fuck aren't you loading? You son of a bitch. Blowing smoke in the microphone. Is it? Yeah. Oh, nope, it skipped over to the next list. 15 craziest looking sea creatures. Moving these are on. unbelievable. Wow. Moving yeah, no, we're not doing these. I guess we'll never know what the number one tweet was. Oh, well. I got something for you. Things just end. You want to hear somebody that should lose their job? Uh, absolutely. D devastated wife tells how her husband died. Oh, yeah. That's the way tells how her husband died. Of a heart attack on a Southwest Airlines flight after an attendant refused to use defibrillator on him because... Why does she refuse to use the defibrillator on this man? Because she's not trained? Because his chest was, quote, too hairy. I mean, is that technically... I don't know, and I'm not a doctor or anything, but I mean, technically could that be a problem? Like, could the, the defibrillator burn off all the hair and then, oh no, I'm on fire. Fat man on fire on a plane. <sighs> Where's Samuel L. when you need him? <laughs> Jack Jordan, 62, suffered a heart attack on a Southwest flight. Uh, Southwest Airlines flight. Uh, spouse Caroline Jordan, who was traveling with him, said that both a nurse and a physician uh, therapist tried using CPR. Jordan said the flight attendant dismissed the third passenger who pointed out the defibrillator and said his chest is just too hairy was the reason. Mm. Uh, Southwest Airlines, blah, 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 blah. There's never a no. Nah, that's uh, you got it. You should at least try. Yeah, I mean, you got to do something. You can't just let them die. But I don't know. I would like to know if that is actually a seriously medical thing, um, where like, oh, well, we have to shave his chest before. You know, like in the OR, yeah. where it's like he's crashing. Quick, shave his chest so we can defib. I think that's there regardless. Though. I don't know. Just because it's one of those life-saving things and shit, it's just like. Uh... You know, fucking, you never can tell how much hair is on someone. So it's just like, you would think, in 2014, and I want to say, for sake of argument, a defibrillator's been around for maybe 20 years. That's just short barlet. Eh, probably compensate for chest hair. Yeah, probably. Uh, da -da -da. Probably. Now, Jordan crit uh, criticized the wife, clearly. Criticized the uh, situation, saying that I don't expect the airline or flight attendants to be nurses or doctors or nowhere close. But in in that kind of circumstances, one of the first things you should be doing is getting the EI the AED hooked up. Um, Caroline says they eventually did shave our husband's chest to put on the device, but he died uh, before they could. So, 
you're not a doctor, but you're making a judgment call up front. You, instead of saying no, you should just start it fucking, <laughs> fucking yeah, like something. Speaking of another medical thing, mm-hmm. fat. Uh, and that wasn't me just saying fat like um, fat, it's literally fat. 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 Padlocked a padlocked fridge, no supermarket trips, and even uh, dog food has to be hidden. The heartbreaking condition that ha- is driving fourteen-year-old Hannah to eat herself to death. Mm-hmm. Hannah Wilkinson, fourteen, suffers from uh, Prader-Willi syndrome. She weighs 343 pounds despite consuming only 1,000 calories a day. She's got Pratt or Willie. <laughs> Pratt. Pratt Willie. That sounds kind of dirty. It's just weird. Um, her condition um, affects her hypothalamus, uh, a part of the brain that controls hunger. Uh, Hannah never feels full and is cons- consistently starving. Her mother, Tanya Wilkinson, must lock the fridge in the pantry at all times and even hide the dog food. Tanya Wilkinson's um, insurance company will not cover her daughter for treatment. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's what you get with Obamacare, though. Meh. Well, you had that beforehand. Womp, womp, womp. You had that beforehand when, um, if you have fucking cancer, nah. It was, it was already there. Eh, hospitals. I can't deal. That's... It's fucking. Yeah, that girl doesn't have Prad Willie disorder. She's got the big girl syndrome. And you all know what we have to do when it comes to the big girl. Watch out for the big girl! Watch out for the big girl! <laughs> Still pretty fucked up, though. Whoop, that ass too fat. Her brain is telling her to eat, and she's like getting the fucking gravy train and in the, in the, in the, the puppy chow and shit. Yo, I'd hate to see what she was like on weed, man. She'd be like the Hulk, except for smashing shit, like smashing in the building. She's smashing on turkeys. Oh, my God. Um, this is actually a good idea. Okay. We're going to put stick aside. This oh. is a good idea. Um, date rape drug detecting fingernail polish. That actually is a pretty good idea. It's like it's like um, liquid. Like It would be like liquid uh, test strip the with the cops use. Yes. That's, that's interesting. That's the fucking, uh, what is that? Uh, that's not uh, bad. The litmus strip and shit. Um, a group of students in North Carolina State University are developing uh, undercover colors, a line of fingernail polish that can detect, detect, detect the presence of common date rate drugs such as GHB, Ruhypnol, and Xanax. You know, all the main That's ones. not bad. Well, see, I feel like it would have to be like kind of like a clear color oh. just because, you know, because it has to turn a certain color to let you know what the fuck it identified. By swirling the finger in the drink, previously detecting drugs um, with a straw cup or lip balm, um, the nail polish changes colors. Drugs have been detected. Um, if the nail polish doesn't change color when you're swirling your finger in the drink, a small price to pay for knowing that you're not dating on a date with a potential rapist. That is a fucking strong That's thing. a genius idea. They're going to make money off that and, shit. And the thing is, you can do that shit real chill. It's like, hmm, I wonder what this tastes well, like. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, you, girls can make it look sexy. Yeah. You know, I would even put that on me if I was a guy. Not that I'm saying, you know, I don't think so much Dang, myself that a girl would want to rape me and not have me remember it. But, you know, that could be, you know, guys or girls could use that. Gay clubs. Of gay course. Gay clubs. But I, I think they don't have the same issues we have. That, no, that's just, Everyone puts that on front is actually street. a really good idea. Damn, they're gonna make so much fucking money on. And that. it's a it's a clear nail polish too up front. Yeah, so no, that's, that's that's amazing. Good. That's a really good idea. Um, it's a cool little flask right here. That's it's a flask. It's inside of a hairbrush. It's goddamn strong. Interesting. I think I'm brushing my hair. Oh, take a take a shot. Yeah. Take a shot of that that white. Uh, you want to cover the alcoholism first, or you want to cover the morbid shit first? 
Oh, God. We have to do morbid shit. Okay, I'm going to go with morbid shit first. Business allows you to try on outfit and makeup that you're going to wear in a coffin. What? Wait, what? Because you only get one chance to make a last impression. Is this a website where you can go and doctor yourself up in a dead image where it's like, okay, this is what you'll look like with an open casket? No, you get to go in the place and they set the whole fucking thing up. That's pretty... Okay, that's not... A company... That's not morbid. It's actually kind of interesting. I want to look a certain way when I'm dead. I want to be like this. <laughs> I want to be frozen <laughs> when I die. Uh, they keep, like, I want to be cremated, so I don't want to be like... Mm, that's genius. I wonder how my ashes are going to look. Anyway, a company in Japan allows people who are still alive to try on their outfit and their makeup they want to wear during their open casket funeral. Plus, choose a custom coffin. Uh, it's crazy. That's some That's shit. pretty awesome. I think that say what the company idea is. should have been around for people for at least two decades now. But what if you want to be buried with some weird shit? Like, I want That's to be bur- Like, somebody wants to be buried with a bunch of shrimp cocktail. I mean, hey, it's going to smell, but you better lose sight that fucking coffin. That's all I know. Something's going to stink. Well, it's underground anyway, and maggots are going to get in, so yeah. who cares? Speaking of maggots, I got nothing. I was going to say, are we going to start ripping on uh, distinguished competitors? Well. No, we're not. Well, let's leave off that this week. Um, and the last story I want to cover is actually pretty cool for the alcohols out there, for the alcoholics. Mm. And it goes to my hipsterness. Okay. It's in Austin, Texas. Okay. 316. Uh, don't you fucking dare. Don't it's, you it's fucking dare. It's back in the dare. heyday, so I can get with it, because I was into Stone Cold in the heyday. You got damn right. Don't, let's keep... Put, the, I put my keep, arms up. Let's keep our wrestling uh, hey. references hey. Uh, to a minimal. Let's keep our dick references to a minimal. Hey, you're the one that's got to worry about that. I don't reference my dick all the time. You've referenced it like four times this episode. I've referenced Have it I? twice. I don't remember. You I were talking seriously. about working out, touching your legs, and you immediately catch a boner. That's one. You said you'll be ten foot fucking tall if you stand on your dick. I was fucking quoting. But that's a reference. That's a I reference. Was, damn it. <laughs> Shall I continue? That's two. That's two. Two Let's too go. many. Let's go, eidetic memory boy. How many references? How many wrestling references have I made? You've uh, the NWO. That's for a video. That's just, for a video. Though. It doesn't matter. It's still a reference to like okay. the NWO and wrestling. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah, then you right. mentioned Stone Cold. That's two too many, homie. Retired. Too, too many. I've only made one dick reference so far. Too, too many. No, I actually made two. Yeah, I'll talk about being being hard working out. Being hard working out. The green dick. And the green dick. You, But you said green dick to start off with, so that's three, motherfucker. Yes, you did. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, green dick. Green dick. <laughs> okay. So, in this Texas brewery called Austin Beer Works, they're doing um, their part to keep Austin weird. Okay. Um, they're releasing a 99-pack of beer to consumers. The that pack sounds is- like it's going to be heavy as shit. It's one pack. Yeah, there's one pack. What the fuck? You're going to need a buddy to carry that out the store. Yes, you are. But, dude, just imagine. You're just walking like it's one of those huge subs and shit. You're going yeah. Oh, dude, I, you know I Oh, man. That's going to replace awesome. the kegs. Tell me that this is sold in BJ's so that you can carry out one of those giant-ass party subs and a giant-ass party. Yeah, you're just beach. walking out like this yeah. and shit. Huh? I would just walk around the store looking for women going, look, hey, ladies, party at my place tonight. Come on. You, you do want to fix I got sub. I got beard. You you wear um, wife beaters, too. Oh, God. Yeah, I lift. So as you're lifting... Well, it is in Austin, so... You're lifting that fucking 80-pound box of beer. You can see a little line in the side of your arm. You're like, mm. Ripped. Look the way he handles that sub, Barb. <laughs> 
cut. I don't know, Mary. I think he's just flexible. Okay, I'll make a dick reference real quick. Like, hmm, I wonder if he's uncut. Ew. Yeah. That's, uh. You got the pastrami in your pants. <laughs> now you've done four. Thank you. We see. I don't make too many dick references. You're the one that makes the most dick references. Ah, uh, well, okay, I can see that. We can go to last year. You're more so about asshole references oh, than anything. And I've not made one today. Not to thank God. <laughs> the uh, brewery sold out of all of its twenty of the ninety-nine packs for ninety-nine dollars in the first day, which are the packs are approximately seven feet long. Mm. That was the other dick reference I made. Except my dick was seven feet long. Yeah, mm. but that was before the show. <laughs> uh, and they weigh about eighty less uh, about eighty pounds. I mean, that's a fucking workout, man. But still, dude. I mean, yeah, for party purposes, that's a really good idea. There's your whole like your your booze budget. Yeah, right it's there. like look, that's yeah, I'm bad. gonna bring the beer. Yeah. What and are we gonna do about liquor, man? Just go to the store and get a ninety nine pack, man. Fuck. Exactly. And here's the, here's the kicker. You tell everyone to suck a dick. <laughs> Take Steve with you. You tell everyone there to suck a dick for this reason, because you know how you get these fucking beer snobs. Oh, that's not an IPA look. Yo, fuck people with the IPA. I'm getting tired of you talking about IPAs. No, but I'm saying you have these beer snobs. Like, I go to fucking Total Wine and shit, which is... Total Wine. You need to go there. Yeah. It's cheap. And, well, I mean... In wide variety. Ah, uh, okay. People leave with carts of alcohol, white people. <laughs> they get, hey, that's a white and black situation right there, sir. Well, we all get look, where, look where it's at, though. It's at Cromwell. Oh, yeah, that's mad white people trying to uh, escape it, it their was, fucking lives. It was man. one dude that left out with 424 cases. <laughs> so, I got three fucking kids. I can't go he nowhere was bald. for the next three weeks. He had those glasses, and he was an investment banker, obviously. <laughs> Whiteman, and I and have to settle some bonds tomorrow. No, but my thing is, hammered. they have the the different aisles for like your craft beers and your fucking um, different like international beers, and you see all of these. Like, I don't want a fucking Belgian white ale. I want drink. No, just give me Natty Bo. No. Give me, give me, give me Moscato. Give me something cheap. I don't need Moscato. You a faggot? No, Moscato tastes like candy, and it gets you drunk fucking fast. Brandy tastes delicious. I just start getting into wines, but I find I like Moscato the most so far. But you like craft beers too? I can't remember who, but I bought them a, a, for a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I bought her a bottle, not like that. Shut up. How'd you know? No, wait. It's, oh, ew. No, don't make that noise. That friend was my sister. Oh, that I should birthday. be well, making no, that noise. Just, thanks to hanging out with my sister and her roommate, I drink more of that stuff. So for her birthday, I bought her a bottle of pink Moscato called mm-hmm. Bubbly Bitch. Mm-hmm. Go on. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to take a note. You ruined it. Bye. Stop it. KD Bubbly Bitch Pink Moscato. You might as well just let it happen, dude. You no, know. I might as well it not. should. I'm... I'm, I'm stepping outside of the black girls. I'm going to white girls now. I thought you were already on white girls. I read this. I read this thing from this chick who's married. She's a black chick, and she's on that. She she said shit, and I kind of got lost in the message a little bit. She was talking about like, yeah, you know, you should just date outside of your race and blah blah blah, because she's an advocate of biracial. And I was like, that's fine, but that's the life you live. I mean, I've been trying to date outside my race for a while now. Yo, oh, speaking of trying to date outside my me. race, I had a quick, quick uh, thing. Go on. I was supposed to go on a date the other night really? with this, uh, with this, you know, this black chick, and she's we've known each other for a couple of years, and she was pretty awesome. But every time me and her talk about hanging out, is it the one I know or a different chick? No, this is a different chick, gotcha. totally different chick. Um, is that other ones in a different well, country? Because I know her from school. That's where I originally met her. Gotcha. 
Uh, it's just not. It's just for the past two years, like, we've been saying, oh, yeah, let's... Well, not the past two years, we've been saying, like, the last couple months, it's yeah. been a little more flirty. Let's bang it. So, it's been like, yeah, we, we should just hang out outside of, you know, school, all that. But every time we go to do it, a new excuse comes up. Oh, she's curving you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the most recent one, which was yesterday, was mm. that her cousin was in the hospital, so she's not going to be around for a while. Not even next week, as you know for finals. Uh, we should have a quick... Well, she, we, only, we already took our one final together. We only have one more. But it was just like, I mean, I expected it. Now, if she's telling the truth, I don't I don't think she's, you know, immediately you want to go, that's a lie. But, you know, I love my cousins. I got 14 of them. I'm in... <sighs> you know how deep and stooped I am in family yeah. shit. Uh, that was a fresh so present I, LA you know, I told her, you know, I, I hope he's okay. I hope your cousin's all yeah. right. But at the same time, I was like, wow, okay, damn. That's extreme to avoid going out with me. All we were going to do is get a drink. I've learned two things about the Dames over this week. One, we've learned about the curve a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The curve always there. It's, it's like if you have to initiate conversation, that should be the end of you talking to said person. Yeah. If it's like pre- like predominantly you causing the conversation, that's that backhanded curve. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's not a 12 to 6 curve. It's more of a slurve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, well, that's actually a pitch. And then you have the other one where something I learned in that conversation I had earlier this week and I was talking about the LGBTQ community. We were talking about, uh, like the fucking shit that chicks do if you're like dating them or something on those mm-hmm. lines or if they're in a position where they may have some level of influence over you. It's funny. My personality is this. If someone tells me, like, dude, I like that, and I don't fuck with you like that, or I don't really value what you have to say, then I'm going to do the opposite, or I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to yeah. do. So, for someone, and I've had this happen for me to me before, which I'm tight now, because I fell into the trap, of, <laughs> I was dating a chick, and... Dating? I was, dating? Dating. I was, I was dating a chick, and I would get my hair cut in a specific way, and she was like, mm, I like your hair that way. And I was like, nope, get my shit cut next week. <laughs> because she knew I would do that. She was fucking backhanding me. Yeah. And I was like, you bitch. See, I had an ex who used to do that to me. Like, I like your beard. I like it when you're all scruffy. I'm like, I don't. I'm pretty ugly with this Amishy looking grossness on my face. I'm shaving it tomorrow. They, they're, they're pimping you. Exactly. So, yeah. That's, but yeah, I don't know. I that's, why they, that that's why I'll give them some since, credit. Since we brought up interracialness. That's why they're smarter than us in some regards. Yeah. But the end of that story actually turned out fun because I went out with my aunt the other night. Yeah. Uh, we went to Looney's. Uh, Tunes? No, no, the bar, man. We went to Looney's, had some food. I have, I have no idea where. Uh, watched the game, and then we went to Dangerously Delicious for pie. Uh. My aunt called this drunk idiot an asshole. This guy was about to get into a fight with another dude. The guy, the guy, the asshole in question was arguing with this dude yeah. because he wouldn't leave these chicks alone. The whole time we were at the bar, he wasn't, leave, he wasn't leaving these chicks alone. So this guy was like, you're being an asshole, you're drunk as hell, nobody in here wants you around. My aunt turns around and touches the asshole on the arm. Like, like touches him right here, he's yeah. like, excuse me, but you are, you are being an asshole. You've been an asshole, you're an asshole. And the guy, he's like, see, she agrees with me too. Everybody here thinks you're a fucking asshole, so you need to get the fuck out, man. Like, it was hilarious. My aunt touched this motherfucker, yeah. touched, excuse me, but you are an asshole. Like, it was the funniest fucking thing in the world. That's a 10 out of 10 right there. Yeah, it ended up being a good night. Fuck bitches, eat pie. That was the moral of the story. Damn straight. You got family and you got food. You can never go wrong. That's that's yeah, like, my uh, 
word. I guess that's my words of wisdom or my uh, fortune think, for the day. I don't think I would confront a dude or what have you, even if he is being an ass. Unless it's like, well, I was like, I don't know if you should say that. And she's like, I want to say it. He's just being a total dick, and he these girls, he won't leave them alone. Like I, because he because he, he was drunk. I'm assuming. Oh, dude, he he was drunk. He had this weaselly, weird creeper face. Like, he looked like a mouse, like a ratty-looking dude. His haircut, he had the sides shaved, but the top was all floppy, like some dipshit, like, punk, flock of seagulls-looking thing. It was ugly. He was wearing a Calvin Klein's New York black shirt. Motherfucker was dumb-looking, dude. CKNY, son. Swear to God, it it was just a a regular black shirt, and on the back it said CK CK New York. So dumb. So dumb. He knew he was getting some pussy that night. Yo, he didn't get dick. I know. He was creeping on so many girls while we were there. Oh, this is the other lesson I learned. What makes someone creepy? When No, they... no, I've learned what, what the definition is from a chick. Okay. It's um the chick is that she has a website. Hold on, I need to know this because I might be doing, I might be committing a fallacy. Like, there's various, but the main one, when you haven't, because you know when you're doing creepy shit. I think your average yeah. guy knows when they're doing you, creepy you shit. You feel like you're, oh, man, that was just creepy. Because me and Rudy had that conversation. He's like, yeah. yo, I know when I'm doing creepy shit. Yeah. But the one where you're you're cautiously not doing creepy shit, and then you just get hit with the, uh, kind of creepy. Mm. Here's the creepy shit. The definition from this chick was a website called the Wing Girl Method, mm-hmm. and she's like a relationship expert or what have you, and so on and so forth. And she said that when you're a dude, and let's say she was talking about online dating specifically, when you're a dude and you're trying to do online dating and you're using a certain type of talk or you're presenting yourself a certain way, and then when you actually talk to the person, you're not as <laughs> adjusted tie as you want to put in your profile. Mm-hmm. And when you go on that date, you start to come off as creepy. It's just like, who are you? You can't really get a gauge on who you are. It's like, you don't have confidence enough in yourself. And that comes off as creepy. And it's just like, something's not right about this person. I can't understand. It's like, something's off. That's the creepy shit. Yeah. Do the creep. Do the creep. Thin mustache. I don't want a thin mustache. You gotta have a thin mustache. No. You gotta John Waters it. John Wa- dude, John Waters is the only one who can pull off the thin mustache. Everybody else or every looks black like, guy. It looks like a swervy uh, creep. Or every black guy. Like, Joe Jackson can pull it off. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> He's no, dead. No, so Joe Jackson's dead. alive. Is Fucking, he? Yes. I thought he was Ike dead. Turner's dead. And Ike Turner can pull that mustache off. I guess. Rick James, did he have one? Nah, Rick James just tortured bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So, any final sayings? And I want to thank everyone for um, voting for the NTR. Only, uh, have we received word about round two yet? You think they're uh, tallying everything? I think they're tallying everything. Keep, like, keep your fingers crossed. Let's hope we got to the second round. Fingers crossed, dicks crossed, toes crossed, eyes crossed. More, that's six references. More, I guess more details in the weeks Fuck to come. you. <laughs> hey, that's six. I'm only at four, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Go on. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, Baltimore Comic Con Damn is straight. next weekend. I'll be wearing my MTR um, shirt. I'll be there, Diddy Bobby. I still need to get an MTR uh, shirt. Dan, I am Dan. so behind the times. Dan, I've, I've ordered two more. I was going to say, it, let me pay for one of those and I'm just going to take it. It's a 2X though. Oh, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Alright, maybe I can get it on Express Order. It's, it, it's, it's usually pretty quick. You got to pr- represent. I'm representing Danger Pug on Friday yeah. and Sunday. Gotta do MTR on Saturday. Because people ask questions at those places. Like, Yo, I got some beef we gotta talk about because I think some shit might be going down at the Baltimore Con this year. But 
It's all right. Roll on. Thug for yeah. life. You know this. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know me. MTR for life. <laughs> the streets love me. Swear to God, I'll die for this shit no matter what they say. <laughs> so for Dandy, <laughs> the thug, thug ass Dandy. <laughs> this is Rob Lee. This is another episode of Rob Cass. Watkins out.